Hello, everyone. I hope you're all doing well and staying active. In this episode of Raw Talk, we have a very cool guest, Angelique. How are you? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm so happy to have you here. I'm oh so, and I'm so happy to be here. And every chance I get to share my story, it's just an honor. So, Aww. <laughs> I'm happy to have you share here with us. So, before we start, um, tell us a little bit more about you and who you are and all that good stuff. Oh, okay. Yes. I like to joke around and say, like, I am the jack of all trades. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, well, my name is Angelique Francois, and a lot of people know me as Angie. I'm 24 years old. I currently live in South Florida, but born and raised from Tampa, Florida. I am a founder and a president of a nonprofit organization, the Reach One to Be One Foundation. I'm also in the running, which will be competing in the next two weeks for the title as Miss Florida USA. And I hold the title as Miss Riverview USA. And I was a former D1 athlete. And now I'm preparing for a degree and um, master's in medicine to become a physician assistant. Oh my gosh, you are like, <laughs> you really are the jack of all trades over here. Wow, that's incredible. Oh, I'm like, oh, congratulations on all of that. <laughs> yes, thank you. So you said you're an athlete, and a lot of people I know are athletes as well. I'm not an athlete. I'm not, you know, I'm like the least sporty person out there. But I really want to ask you, um, you know, throughout your whole journey without, you know, within being an athlete and pageants and all that, have you ever struggled with mental health? or, you know, really anything. Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like, again, that's one of those taboo topics that people are scared to talk about, especially in the athletic world, for sure. Right. I want to talk about that, too. Yeah, exactly. um, Because, you know, we have the persona and the perception that we're always tough, we're always strong. Yes, we may lift weights and, you know, fight for our championships and our medals, but um, I honestly feel like athletes struggle the most in um mental health exactly i, I yeah. was health did play a role and it is a role in our athletic world i feel like you know today now a lot of athletes are speaking about it and right. it's and it's something that we can grow in as a community but a lot of people don't understand when you look at an athlete and you see us crying when we ha- when we get that medal, when we win that championship, when we hit our personal records, when we when we win anything, it's because the mental destruct that we had to face to get there. And I think it's um it's it's so it's so big. And I struggle personally a lot through mentally throughout my athletic career. Yeah, for sure. Right. And a lot of people do. I mean, not just athletes, but everyone in general. But you're so right. I feel like a lot of athletes, they don't. It is a taboo topic. And a lot of people, they don't want to get into it. It is for sure. Especially um, it shows a lot of people say it shows a, a weakness, a sign of weakness. Right. Because everyone and thinks they're so strong. Exactly. And I always say, no, it shows a sign of strength because yes. you have to be strong to to get past that. And And any athlete will tell you when it's down to his last core, your mental strength is everything. And that is a strength that no one can give you. Right, exactly. And, you know, mental health and mental strength, it's just as equal as, you know, physical strength and and everything like that. I mean, it all ties in together. And also, I want to ask you too, I mean, throughout your whole pageant journey as well, I mean, have you ever had to struggle with, you know, self-image, mental health? I mean, all of that. 
Oh, yes, most definitely. And it yeah. definitely has rolled into um, pageantry, of course. Right. Uh, everyone asks me all the time, how do you walk in a room where everyone is beautiful and you can look at yourself and say, I'm the prettiest woman in the room? And, and again, yeah. it's so hard because there's beautiful people everywhere and everyone has their own sense of beauty. So there is not, I personally don't think there's none less beauty, beautiful than another person and right. in, in the room so um I always just tell myself that you have to be mentally com- like strong and confident in yourself that nothing and no one can phase you and that's as well as again what I've learned as being an athlete that I've taken with me in the pageantry world that when I walk in the room as if I'm on the I'm on the on the field in line for the track and field track meet that no matter who's on the left or right of me, I'm going to come across first. I'm, I'm going to win. I'm not saying that I'm more cocky and I'm saying, I'm saying in the most humblest way that I know you're great. And you're rooting for yourself. Right. And, and that's why I feel like another thing in the pageant world is a lot of, you know, a lot of, they say a lot of girls are stuck up and they're against each other. Right. And a lot of it is that it's not that we're being stuck up. It's you have to be so confident and determined within yourself that it may come off that way, but it's the only way you can come across that stage and have that power to to crown yourself. Because if you don't feel like you are and you can't tell yourself before you get on the stage, how can anyone look at you and crown you as top? So it's everything, and like you said, it's not just an athlete, it's not just in pageant, but it's everything in life. When you want that job, when you want that audition, that casting, you have to go in with the mentality mentality and that mental strength that I am the one and I am the winner, no matter what. Right. Yeah. And it's all about being very, you know... um, you know, again, your your number your your own number one fan. You know, because at the yes. end of the day, the only person that's gonna be rooting for you is yourself. Exactly. And it, again, like everyone, you have to understand, no one comes in a room with full of fans. So right. you're gonna it has to grow and, and where does it grow and it grows within you first. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, that's all, you know, self-love. And you know, you're a practicer of self-love as well. I mean, I am too. And you know, what what's your biggest self-love tip? that you can give someone <laughs> my biggest self-love <laughs> probably isn't the best that everyone will go to but I always say if you don't love yourself then who will exactly. because at the end of the day you're gonna be stuck alone miserable all the time yeah and you came in this world alone you're going to leave alone so make sure you enjoy yourself while you're during uh, during those time and enjoying yourself yeah and at the, and at the end of the day self-love is always about being happy and finding the positive in everything. And I and everyone clown me about there's not a positive in everything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, no, there always is. There's always. And I always joke about um, if I overslept. Like, and I'm pretty sure everyone yeah. has done this one time in their life. When you over when you oversleep and you had to be somewhere at a certain time, have you ever wake woken up, oversleep, and on your way to that location? You found something on the road where there's an accident, whether it was um, a traffic of something in the middle of the road or something that happened right before you were able to get to that location. And I always say there's a reason for everything. Yeah, I was yeah. late, but there was a reason why I was late. You were always protected or that that universe is basically shaping you for whatever it was that was probably blocking you from a destiny. You don't even know it. And everything happens for a reason. Yeah. So. And that's why I said you just have to live in the moment, enjoy those little inconvenience all 
the time and then again it's all about enjoying and trusting your process exactly yeah trust the process I think a lot of people they think oh well, I'm here you know and I you know I'm afraid of this I'm afraid of that no I mean you have to trust the process it's meant to happen yes exactly <laughs> good and bad <laughs> right I always say all the good and bad works together for it's good so exactly. just have to believe in it exactly so <laughs> you know absolutely so and you also said a quote you said if they don't respect you respect yourself and leave that situation and that's one of my favorite quotes I like love that because it's so so true and like what made you want to share that quote um yes if anyone knows me I live off respect because it's it's your integrity it's all that you have for yourself you are your own representation I always say at the end of day all you have is your words and you and your characteristics so if you don't respect yourself, what makes you think anyone else is going to follow through? Right. You have to hold yourself to the standard that you want to be looked at. And that's the only way that can accomplish is whatever you set that mark for yourself. Right. Right. And there are people, you know, especially on social media and even in real life, people constantly disrespecting each other. And it's like a trend. And I see it all the time. And like, you know, what, like, what's your take on that? My take is people are going to do as much as you allow them to. Right. So, yes, people may go back and forth, and but it's only as much as you allow them to. And if you ever notice, you know, they always say a wise man once said nothing. And sometimes that can be the greatest thing because, again, yeah. I always say uh, argument is a two-way street. But if, if it's a one-way street, they're just mad. So let them fulfill their emotions. Let them be mad. <laughs> exactly. But don't allow yourself to feed into that and allow yourself to stoop down to that level. You know? Right. So I, like yeah. I said, it's only as much as you allow someone to give yeah. you. It's so true. It's so true. And, you know, social media can be a really toxic place. But again, I always say in my podcast, it can be a toxic place, but it can be a very good place because you meet people, you network, you know, you meet, you know, you, you get connections. And that, that's that's what is good. That's what that's what we need. We need and we get into we conversations and people like this. <laughs> yeah. So, no, for sure. But yeah, no, social media definitely is um, a hit or miss. For right, sure. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah but is. but everyone has a has a, their Twitter fingers and behind the yes. screen uh, police guarding them. Yeah. But <laughs> but again, um, like you said, is as much as it's toxic, this is well a loving and comforting place, especially yeah. throughout COVID. I, I think through twenty twenty, it kind of brought a little bit of the world together. So. Yeah, it really, it really has. Absolutely. It's been, I feel like it's been a a more positive place because again, everyone's online and everyone, they can't leave their house and it is, you know, I mean, there's a lot of negativity, but (laughs) there's slowly becoming more positivity. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So again, like it's all what you feed it to be. (laughs) Exactly. So also too, um, let's touch on your nonprofit. Yes, um, my baby that I'm so yeah. proud of. Yeah, I love, that. I love um, it. The backstory of this was um, since I was 13, I've always said that I was going to start a nonprofit. I actually started getting involved in things around that age. I started with cheerleading and running and golfing. I did, like I said, I was like, I've always been like the jack of all yeah. trades. Yeah. <laughs> um, but during those times, I was fortunate enough 
to actually be involved and actually excel and receive more out of it, whether if it was a scholarship, whether if it was other programs, whether it's leaderships in advisement um, programs leading to further things. But I noticed along the way, I've met so many great athletes and people that because I was in a position of having just a little bit more knowledge and exposure that even though I felt the next person was better than me, I still got ahead than them. And I yeah. was just like, me having a big heart, which could be a blessing and a curse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it can. <laughs> I, I was just like, this isn't fair. And, you know, you at the young age, you know, your parents are telling you the story and the slogan, life isn't fair and it is what it is. But at the end of the day, I still didn't believe that. I still felt there is fairness in some way. And I was just at that age, I was like, there's something I can do. If I, if yeah. I can do it, somebody else can do it too. So I need to figure out a way for that. And I remember just going throughout my journey, just telling everyone, I'm going to start a nonprofit. I'm going to start a nonprofit. I remember at first my dad was like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Do you know what you want to go to school for? And I was like, I don't know what it is, dad, but I'm going to save the world. And he was like, okay, I'll ask you again in like five years. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I just kept talking about it, talking about it. And I actually went through surgery um, through uh, my athletic career, which came to an end early. And I actually came back a little bit sooner and recovered. And I was like, okay, I have a second chance. This this is another reason why I I need to help because I have a second chance and I'm still further than some people that I know that needs to be further than I am. And I was just like, okay. Let's right. start a program. If I can't start the foundations, I have no idea how to do that. Let's just start a program. And I started um, a program called Real Talk Time, where I speak to um, high school students about the importance of higher education and how can it benefits all, all goals and dreams, how why higher education is important. It's not telling you to go and get a higher education, but whatever you want to do, getting knowledge and more education in that is important. Yeah. But that was the that was right before COVID happened. And after I did my first tour, COVID happened. And, you know, yes. there are like, you know, um, human interactions, protocols. Right. So the program shut down. And I was like, Mm-mm, there's a reason why this is happening. I don't know what I'm supposed to do, but it's supposed to expand. Right. And one day I just woke up and I said, it's time. Just yeah. do it. There's, there's never going to be a perfect time. There's never going to be a perfect moment. I'm like, it can't be any more perfect to start than now. And right before the end of the year of last year, I got up, uh, made some phone calls, made some, um, fill out some applications. And by uh, January of this year, we were fully active. We had everything rolling. And it was a matter of just getting out in the communities wow. and finding out what we can do. Yeah. And um, since January, we just been walking, I've been walking around because um, right now it's just me and then my family who's also on the board, but we've just been plotting different ways to grow um, the organization. How can we connect to all, all, and that's the thing. We're not just in a, a specific um, genre and background. We're trying to connect to all backgrounds, all kids, right. all people, all communities. So we're trying to find ways we can do that and just going out in the communities and trying to find programs who we can connect with. And um, it's just been a blessing because it has been growing yeah. more than I expected. And we have been connecting with different programs. And secret is <laughs> no one knows this yet. So it's the first to announce it. I'm so excited. Um, we have partnered with um, another nonprofit 
where we are going to um, speak to students and get them involved where we would not only just connect them with a panel of um, high level experience um, professionals in athletics and um, careers, but as well, we are going to be giving out scholarships, oh, wow. um, connecting them to colleges. Um, of course, my alumni, Almighter, FAU, Florida Atlantic University, hootie who. Um, <laughs> the goal is to get them inside there, get them the feel, and hopefully we can get a student inside as well as the next FAU alumni, um, future alumni, I would say. So um, it's, it's really exciting. Yeah. And we just plan that by next year, we plan on having another program where we can supply free tutoring. Um, just because like I have history in tutoring and every student I have tutored has made an 87% or higher and their standardized uh, tests or exams. Wow. So we want to imply that program where I want to expand that as well for free for not just high school students, but as well, we want to expand that to college because as you can see, college mm-hmm. has gotten rigorously, immensely yeah. aggressive. Yeah. So we're going to add that as well. Um, so, and we plan on getting some new board members on, on the board um, by the end of the year as well. So wow. just to be so fresh and new within like only what, six months yeah. <laughs> and just to see how I'm, I'm excited to see what we can do in the next year. So yeah, that's incredible. Yes. Yeah. And it must be so rewarding for you. It is. It, it is. It's just, it's, it's like rewarding the little girl of yeah. me. Yeah. And, it's, and it's like I'm making her proud. So it, yeah. it brings me to tears of joy. Yeah, absolutely. And like same thing for, with me too. I mean, like when I was young, I wanted to be an artist. And that's my, that's what I do now. So you really have to follow your dreams and your goals. And just like what you said, you know, like sometimes you're never going to know the right time. You just have to go for it. Take that risk. Yes, most definitely. And you, girl, you are killing the game. Oh, well, <laughs> and thank you. Oh. I can say I'm a huge fan. <laughs> Probably shouldn't be stalking at your page as much as I should, but oh. I do. <laughs> oh my gosh, you're so sweet. Oh. That thank warms you. my heart. Oh, yes, well, no. thank you. I'm a huge fan of you. You're oh, like a girl God. boss over here. You're like, oh, thank I you. I can't swear on here, but I was going to say effing women women but you really are you're like <laughs> i try man, and i really want girls to understand that you don't have to be a certain way you don't have to live a certain life so you can just be yourself yeah. and be the boss that you are and just yes. do it yeah just like, do I, it no one is asking for a perfect girl we're just asking the girl to be perfect within herself exactly so. exactly <laughs> and do your own thing have fun yes and that's the key have Fun. have fun because yeah. once you stop having fun you, you lose the love for it so exactly exactly <laughs> oh my gosh oh so before I let you go I have one last question to ask you yes go ahead <laughs> ask everybody on my podcast what is ooh, there's thunder going on I don't know if you heard that <laughs> uh, what is, I feel like that's everywhere in the world right now <laughs> I know I know it's, the storms are happening it's crazy and we're so, trying to have a hot girl summer <laughs> I, 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 we really are we really are <laughs> Oh my gosh. So what is one word that you say that you live by? Faith. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. It is the only thing that carries me through. You know, the the definition of faith is having um, total obedience without total assurance of knowing what it is to come. So it's a matter of just believing that 
whatever it is that you want to achieve or whatever it is that you're working towards, it's going to happen. You're going to receive that because you have to understand the work that you put in. And like we said earlier, trusting your process. Yes. As long as you stand faithful and strong in that, there's nothing and no one can take away from you except your reward that only you can do to yourself. So just allowing yourself to believe in you and believe in what you put in, you will receive coming out. Exactly. Very, very well said. I couldn't, I couldn't have said that. That is so true. That is so true. Oh my gosh. Well, it has been an honor having you here. And it's been an honor just being here speaking to you. You're such a lovely lady. Again, you really are the jack of all trades. (laughs) I try. Thank you. (laughs) Well, thank you again. And I hope you have a fabulous day. And thank you, you too. And keep doing what you're doing. You're inspiring me as well as everyone here in this podcast. We thank you, Miss Nikki. (laughs) Thank you, Angelique. You're so kind.